morning and welcome to Mina Mentors, the weekly podcast that shapes entrepreneurs in the Mina region. The podcast will be hosted by Sasha Christie and Luka Stanejovic. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Mina Mentors. This is episode five, and today we'll be talking about how to qualify leads. A lot of B2B companies nowadays, they get a lot of leads on a daily basis. And the big question is always, how do you know if these leads are the right fit for your business and how do you qualify them? So good morning, Luca. He will be joining us for this podcast today. Morning, everybody. And uh, yeah, so qualifying leads is uh, it's a big thing with particularly with companies that work B2B. First of all, Sasha, what is, uh, what, what is qualifying leads? I mean, why do you qualify leads and why, why is it important to qualify them? Well, basically, when you, when you qualify a lead, what it means is that you want to make sure that this lead is the right fit for your company or for the services that you're offering. Because the problem is that in your business, you know, the resources are limited. You don't have unlimited salespeople or business development people that can take the time to meet every single lead that inquire about your services. So the whole process of qualifying leads is to prevent and to avoid wasting time with the leads that are not the right fit for your company. Not the right fit would mean, for example, that they don't have the budget. It would mean that maybe the requirements they have don't, doesn't fit your company. It might be the fact that they don't have the authority to make a decision. Maybe they don't have a proper need. Maybe they're just inquiring about something that it's not possible for a company to do. And we always need to qualify these leads the proper ways through what we call a qualifying lead score. You want to talk more about this, Luca? Well, first of all, we'll talk about the lead score uh, eventually. Maybe let's talk about, you know, how you can even start to qualify your leads. So I don't know, personally, I think even before you receive a lead, you should have some sort of minor vetting process. So, you know, I see some of the bigger agencies, for example, will have, when you want to submit a lead on their website, they'll have a, a budget selection menu and it starts at whatever their minimum budget they work with is. So if you're below that, they're not even going to talk to you. Like they're not even going to give you their time because they know how big they are. They know how big the projects are and how big their clients are. So they know that they're not going to work on anything smaller than that. And I think this applies to basically any business. You can, you know, when you set up your forms for somebody to contact you to submit an inquiry, you can already start thinking about how you want to vet those leads and how you want to qualify them. So if, I don't know, I mean, what would be an example? Like, let's say you provide, let's say you you own a catering company and you cater to parties. And let's say you don't want to cater to really small gatherings, so you only want to take care of stuff that's like, I don't know, 50 people plus, then you can have a selection that asks you how many people are going to be at the gathering that's being hosted, and it starts at 50, you know, 50 to 80, 80 to 100, 100 to 150, etc. So I think you can even start before receiving a lead. What do you think after after leads come in, after they've contacted you, and let's say, you know, you forward it to one of your salespeople and you have them call the lead, do you think a script is important. Would you go through a script? Would you have like a, a list of uh, you know check marks or like some questionnaire to fill in? Well, what do you think is the best way to go? The best way to go, in my opinion, is to have a questionnaire to fill in because you want to make sure that these leads are properly qualified. And in average, you have five things that you need to know about your leads before to qualify them. The first one is to make sure that they have a proper need. They need to have a proper need or proper requirements because if they don't, they're not qualified. 
The second is that they need to have the authority to make a decision. You don't want to get to a point where, you know, you set up a meeting with an assistant and then you have to follow up and then get a second or a third one with, with, with the decision maker at the later stage. Make sure that the person that you will eventually meet or that you're talking to right now at this stage has the authority to make a decision. The problem is that when you, when you have such a lead on the phone or when you have such a lead on email, it's very difficult to ask if they're the decision makers and, you know, if, if they will be the one making the decisions at the end of the day. So what we usually ask is we usually ask them a simple question that doesn't make them feel bad. It's a question that goes like, other than yourself, who will be the one making a decision for this project? Because you just want to make sure that if you do set up a meeting, if there's anyone else involved in the decision process, you want to make sure that this person comes to the meeting or you want to make sure that this person is CC'd you know, in your email sequence. That's number two. Number three, you want to make sure that this person has proper knowledge of what they want. Because especially in our industry, building apps and websites, so many times people come in and they tell us, I want to build an app. Okay, what kind of app? I want to build an app similar to Sook. Okay, I mean, what do you mean similar to Sook or, you know, any other e-commerce website? It's very important to make sure that the people that come in as lead, they know what they want to build. Because you don't want to be wasting time with these people that just woke up this morning, they have an idea, you know, they have a vision, they just want to build an app because, you know, apps are cool and they uh, they submitted their requirement. You want to make sure that this person has done the research, they know what they want, they know what they want to build, they know exactly the, the different features that they want in their app. I mean, we can help them complete this vision, we can help them with suggestions at a later stage to make this app more complete, but they need to come in with proper requirement because we have this too many times where... People just come in and say, I want to build an app. What kind of app? I don't know. You know, and, and you want to avoid this. The fourth one is, as Luca was mentioning before, is that they need to have a budget because, I mean, it depends how big your, your agency is. But I mean, any agencies out there, they have a lot of costs on a weekly or on a monthly basis. And any agency, they have a minimum budget that they want to work with. And if this budget doesn't match the budget of the potential lead, there's not even point of pursuing with this lead. I know it's difficult to ask the budget out of a lead, but it has to be done. It has to be done. What, what, I usually, what we usually say is you can mention, you know, if, in our case, if, you, if you're planning to, to have an app, you know, such as this, as this, on average, going to be around fifteen dollars to $25,000. You know, you give them a price range. Is this something that fits your budget? If yes, great, it's pursue. If not, well, you know, I don't think that my agency is the right fit for you. If you look at the example for catering that, that Luca mentioned before is the same. You know, for your kind of catering, on average, we charge between, you know, two to $3,000 a day. Is this a budget that you had in mind? If yes, great. If not, well, let's not waste time. And the fifth point is, is this lead the right fit for your company? You know, is this kind of projects, the kind of projects that you want your company to pursue? If it is the right fit and if it's part of, of, of the vision you have for the year, or if it's part of the vision you have when it comes to projects that you want to handle, great. If not, again, not qualified. The big question is, as I said before, you know, we, we usually give our guys or any business development a, a kind of questionnaire, you know, to fill in all these different requirements. And, and this is what we call a lead scoring system. Do you want to talk about this a little more, Luca, and how this works and how do you put this in place and why is it so important to put this in place? Yeah, so the lead scoring system is basically like a bit of a cheat sheet for your business development team so that they can quite easily and sort of systematically 
find out whether to pursue a lead after just one phone call. So essentially what we have set up here is they'll go through basically a checklist of things they need to get from a new lead. So it's all the things you mentioned. It, it would be like their level of decision-making power. So that's, for example, a score out of 10. It's like, are they the CEO of the company, which would be a 10 out of 10? Or are they literally some sort of admin assistant or something that has basically no decision-making power overall in, in the choice of this project? And then they get like a one or a two. Same thing for the budgets. Do they have it or not? Essentially, you end up going through all these important points on your checklist and assigning a score to each point. And then once you add up all the points and you average them out, above a certain uh, level is where you should pursue a lead and anything below that, you should just drop it at that point. Because even though you know you might end up closing this lead and even though it might end up being a good lead for a company overall, on average, it won't be. And so the time wasted pursuing this lead when you could be pursuing other better leads is is just not worth it overall. So the most important thing when, when you're making your qualifying score questionnaire or whatever, it's important to get questions that are relevant to your business. So you don't want to be checking off things that aren't important for your clients. You need to look at your ideal customer and see what characteristics this person has that are actually essential. Then based on those, you create your questionnaire and then you know, to actually get the right rating, you know, above which you would pursue the lead, I would say look back at all the best clients you've dealt with and look back at decent clients you've dealt with that you would deal with again. And then look back at clients or people that you wish, you know, leads you wish you hadn't pursued and you wish you would have dropped at the very start and then assign the scores, you know, score those leads in retrospect, you know, try to be as objective as possible Try to score them how you would have scored them at the time and then see, you know, test your system, see if it balances out, see if those unfavored leads fall into the unfavored leads category, if the good ones fall into the good leads category. That's how you'll know that it works. And, you know, once it does work, you give this to your team, you instruct them on how to score everything. You can even automate it, you know, make an Excel sheet and, uh, you know, they just fill in all the different numbers and then it sums them up uh, by itself, averages them out. You can even color code it at the end. You know, if the light turns green, pursue the lead. If it turns red, don't. It, it's super simple once you've uh, once you've got it set up, and it's very very efficient. So you know, your salespeople can be making calls, and they don't have to do all this unnecessary thinking. They just see if it's a red or a green cell, and uh, they know whether to pursue or not. So I think it's something that's it might take a bit of time at the beginning, but it's worth. It's definitely worth it in the long run because you get so much more efficient at deciding whether or not to pursue leads and. The quality of your leads just goes way up. So I think it's something uh, anybody should put in place. What do you think? you have anything to add there? Well, you've covered the lead scoring system pretty well now. The only thing that I want to add to this is, as we talked about it before, you know, these five characteristics that you need to go through, through this lead scoring system to make sure that these leads are properly qualified. And the big question is, how do you get this information out of a potential lead? What kind of questions do you ask in order to extract this information out of this potential lead. So for example, when we talk about the characteristic number one, which is the need, a common question would be, what is your goal? You know, what's your long-term vision about this project, for example, so that you get to see what kind of need they have. When it comes to the second characteristic, which is decision-making, the questions that you know, I would ask, which is something that I've mentioned earlier, is you know, apart from yourself, who else will be 
involved in the decision making of this project, you know, so that you get to know and you get to extract the information of who else will be involved without making that particular person that you're on the phone with feel bad as if they don't have any decision power. Because if you just ask them, who's your boss or who's the marketing manager or who's going to take the decision on this, you know, you make them feel inferior and you don't want that to happen. The third one, which is the budget, the thing is you don't want to get to a point when you where you ask them directly because this is a very commercial approach and I personally don't like it. You know, if you're on the phone with the potential lead and you just ask them, hey, you know what, what's your budget? You know, what, what we usually do is we usually ask them what kind of apps they would like to build, what kind of website they would like to build, or in your case, whatever, you know, industry you're in or catering, what kind of events do you want to have? And then based on this, you just inform them, you know, from past experience, apps like this, websites like this, events like that usually cost around this much to this much. You know, you give them a range and if, and based on the reaction indirectly, you know what kind of budget they have. Without asking them, based on the reaction they have, you know what kind of budget they have. So you extract this information out of them. The fourth point, which is requirements. So the question is, you know, do they have proper knowledge of what they want? Do they know exactly the, the, the requirements? So in that case, you know, you just ask them questions relevant to their inquiry. For example, if they want to build an app, ask them, what kind of features do you want on this app? How are you planning to monetize this app? If you're talking about an event, what will be the location of the event? How many guests are you expecting? What kind of food do you want? What kind of layout do you want us to put in place? You know, it's just about making sure that this particular lead has the proper knowledge of what is it that they want. Okay. And the last point, which is, is this lead the right fit for your company? This will vary with different leads that you deal with. In our case, you know, it's based on how the conversation goes. It's, it's, it's based on what kind of long-term vision they have, because in our agency, we, we don't want to work project by project basis only. The leads or the clients that we work with, we want to make sure that they have a long-term vision. You know, in this case, they want to build an app to start with, or they want to build a website to start with, but they have the long-term vision to eventually, you know, focus on digital marketing. There is the potential of us having a business relationship for the next two, three years to come. And this is, these are the leads that we want to target or that we want to, you know, put more uh, importance on. Anything else that you want to add, Luca? I mean, I think we pretty much covered it. You know, when qualifying leads, most people think it's just about budget. And it's not. There's a lot more, a lot more things that go into it and a lot more things that need to be considered because, I mean, how many clients have we had who had the budget, but we still wish we had never, you know, we had never worked with them just because if we had vetted them properly, we would have realized that they just weren't right for us. You know, this is something we, we learned over the years, how to properly qualify and engage every new incoming lead. I guess my final takeaway would be if there's anything that's really, really essential to your agency, something that's, you know, a deal maker or a deal breaker, I think that's something you should consider being very direct about and maybe even putting it as a complete prerequisite to submitting an inquiry. So, you know, I mentioned earlier, your company won't work below a certain amount. Well, you know, it's it, it's uncomfortable. It's going to lose you inquiries overall, but maybe you should ask for the budget straight up front and let people know, you know, you don't work below a certain amount. Or if you um, if you only want to work long term, then maybe you should have a requirement that asks how long in the future they've planned out this business or something. You know, I mean, it's a silly example, but ask the important questions, basically. Make sure that at least your most important issues are addressed up front and you know you get started on the right foot
Okay, thank you, Luca. I guess that uh, covers it all. So I hope that this was insightful for you guys, and uh, we'll see you next week.